Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and uh, we love sharing stories of hope. And you're going to hear a powerful one over the next couple days, may even be three days, just as the story of a couple that, man, has just really walked deep in the valley, but has uh, just experienced the grace of God, the hope of God, and um, you're going to be blessed, so I hope you'll make sure that you try to tune in with us each day, and uh, if you're blessed by this program, share the podcast, but unfortunately, a lot of us uh, struggle, know people that somebody that struggled with Parkinson's, uh, just a really growing uh uh, disease and just health challenge a lot of people have and yet you don't hear many hope stories but you're going to hear one today tomorrow and even possibly a third day to see how the holy spirit guides and directs but joining me today sharing their story is clay and tanya coburn and uh, man we go way back clay and i've done ministry together for almost 20 years off and on different seasons but uh actually uh know tanya back when i was in the grocery store days so uh, uh this couple not only are they going to be a great guest they're also friends of mine so first of all guys uh, thanks for being here today on hope is here we're glad to be here greg thanks for having us <laughs> all right well we know that uh you know, Parkinson's is not something anybody wants to hear, but just we want you, I want you to share some about your journey. And uh, you guys are Kentucky natives, so that's the good part. Uh, I'm a Taste Creek guy. Clay, I know you're a Lafayette guy. And Tanya, where are you from? I'm from Somerset, Kentucky. So, Briar Jumper. I'm a Briar Jumper. Briar Jumpers. Uh, when I do the LCA football games, Matt Leo, that's his favorite mascot is the, the Briar, Briar Jumpers. Jumper. <laughs> he loves the Briar Jumpers, so we had some fun with that. But that's a little bit about where they're from locally. But just kind of share about, you know, Clay, just, you know, you're kind of doing life. And, you know, man, things seem to be going pretty well. But then all of a sudden they, they're they not. Kind of share about the yeah. process. Well, Greg, I, I'm a – a uh, school teacher. I teach special ed on the elementary level in uh, Frankfurt at a little school called Peaks Mill that I love. And uh, just over the past few years, I'd noticed changes. I thought maybe I was just getting older and because uh, I turned 50 a few years ago. I just turned 54 back in June. And I thought, okay, well, I'm just getting older. It's getting harder to get out of bed. Um, I don't have as much stamina. I, I get tired real easy. Just just some weird things and Tanya being in the medical field you know she said well maybe it's this maybe it's that we're trying to get through that but over the past couple years in particular it got hard to go up steps and uh, just some weird stiffness that was just abnormal so then then Tanya really started getting concerned and we started looking at, at different options um, and eventually we landed on the fact that I had Parkinson's we had a definite diagnosis August of last year so before that I was to the point where I was suicidal um, I again didn't feel like getting out of bed when I did it just just was hard to move very difficult to move so trying to uh, figure out those things in my brain when my brain wasn't working correctly was just it was more than overwhelming and in the meantime I was changing into a different person I wasn't patient I wasn't kind I definitely wasn't any of the fruits of the spirit that that I kind of prided myself on being and the way I was treating Tanya I didn't notice it for the most part but if I did I, I just didn't care because I, I didn't see any resolve and I didn't I didn't feel like changing 
Um, so it was just, it was a very dire situation. But uh, when we got the diagnosis, uh, maybe you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, did you notice these changes, Tanya? I mean, how did, you know, this, you know, from your vantage standpoint as you're watching Clay? So the last few years was very difficult. So he was typically very happy and energetic and funny. And the stiffness and slowness kind of started slowly and very tired. And then it became more cognitive things, not remembering where he put his keys, not able to complete thoughts that he was having. And then he started having some big personality changes. And that's when it really became an issue with us is because all of the other things could make sense as we get older. You know, we kind of forget where we put stuff sometimes and we do get tired more easily. But the mental status changes were very different. The depression, the anger, none of those were the person I married. So it, along the way, we really weren't sure what's going on. I just thought maybe he wasn't happy in marriage anymore. You know, he didn't feel good. He wasn't happy being married to me. I wasn't really sure what the root cause was. We just knew that something wasn't right. So we went to a neurologist a couple years ago. So the tremor, he actually had all of those symptoms, but the actual tremor started in March of 21. And so we knew something was causing that, weren't sure what it was. We saw a neurologist a few different times over the course of that year in 2021 and the beginning of 2022. And we had a few diagnoses of possibilities and Parkinson's was one of those, but the medicine didn't help him like we thought it would if he was going to have a diagnosis of Parkinson's. So we just kind of put that on the back burner and just assumed, well, maybe or hopefully that's not what this is. And a lot of the medications made things worse, made me very ill and uh, just just didn't help hardly any. So that was, that was even uh, more debilitating and just draining brain-wise than thinking. So. so I remember one day specifically after we had started some medicines, he got up and couldn't get out of the bed. He couldn't walk to the kitchen. So I was trying to handle him, and I'm quite a bit smaller than him, handling him to get into the kitchen to be able to get him back to the doctor to see what in the world is wrong. So that was just a really tough season. And then we just weren't happy with where we were. So we, I started researching just to see what it could be. So we found a neurologist in Columbus and started going to see him. Our first visit was on August the 1st, and he spent a long time with us that day and gave us the official diagnosis. He had no doubts about what it was, gave us a diagnosis. He didn't give us hope that he would get better, but he did give us medicines that could help, um, physical therapy that could help, and... All, all the long saying, there's no cure, and you will get progressively worse as you age, we have no idea, will it be in the next year, will it be in the next five, ten years? So the picture, even though we had a diagnosis, was still pretty doggone bleak. So it was a rough drive home from that visit that day. So on the way home, one of the things that the neurologist really talked about was the importance of exercising in Parkinson's. Because the more you exercise, number one, the looser it keeps you, but it increases blood and oxygen flow to your brain. And that's what your brain needs to help produce the dopamine. When dopamine is the thing you're lacking when you have Parkinson's and that helps control your mood and your movement and all of these things that are so important in everyone. 
So Clay has never had to work out a day in his life. He's tall and thin, and that's never something he's had to do. So on the way home, I get on a bandwagon. Like, you are going to go to a gym. You're going to join a membership. You're going to start working out. And about two hours into our four-hour drive home, he looked at me, and he was like, I don't want you to say another word. I don't want to hear you talk about Parkinson's. I'm done with it. I don't want to talk about exercise. I don't want to talk about the gym. I'm done. And that was our ride home that day. I, I remember the statement. I remember saying, I'm parkinson out. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. But, but let's pause for a second. I got to ask you, Clay, I mean, what, and I want to get your response through time. But when the doctor did, you know, confirm, hey, this is Parkinson's. I mean, you know, you're a healthy, thriving guy. You're a gifted musician. You're working with kids at elementary. You're a super talented guy, living a quote normal life. What was it like? What? How were you processing that? What was going through your mind? Well, I'll never forget the second that he said that. Of course, in recounting some of those feelings now, it brings tears to our eyes. But uh, he 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 saw that tears were forming in both of, both of our eyes, and and uh, he handed. Uh, a Kleenex box. He said, L- "Let me ask you one thing. Do you find that you've been more emotional <laughs> as as of late?" I said, "Yes, yes, <laughs> extremely more emotional in every way, shape, or form." He said, "Well, that's part of Parkinson's." He mm. said, "And the, and the thing with Parkinson's is there's a broad spectrum of um, telltale signs." of Parkinson's and some people have many of them some people have a few and it just varies from person to person age to age but it it kind of it hit home it's like okay this is this is what we're getting ready to deal with and uh, our first my first concern was our boys you know is this a genetic thing Um, and that was the first question we asked and he said he said we don't know it could be genetic. It could be environmental. Uh, Since though we did do genetic testing, which yes. was all negative, so yeah, we yes. we ruled ruled that out. That was one of our first uh, important things that we did. So it's it's not genetic, thank goodness. In our case, it can be. But so from your perspective, yeah. What, so you, I mean, you're talking, you work in the medical field. You're a PA. I mean. Still, though, to know that your husband, you know, yeah. It so is. at that point, you're very hopeless. Both of us, I think. Um, I think we handle it very differently. Clay's feeling of hopelessness was anger and shutting down and not wanting to talk to anybody. My way to handle hopelessness was let's fix all the things that we can fix to make the hopeless situation more hopeful. Right? So I'm more of a glass half full person, but it was still a very bad day. Yeah, no doubt. That was a long drive home for long four hours, home. especially two hours of silence. The, uh, the, the, the last two hours, right? So. It was not fun. All right, so you get back home. So what, what happened next? Walk us through that. Well, uh, as far as um, what happened next is I'm thinking, okay, this is rough. I don't want to figure anything out for a while. I want to process it. And she was saying, okay, we need to call so-and-so. We need to call this family member. It's like, just let me process. I'm not ready to talk about it right now. I, I don't know when, if I'll ever be able to talk about it at that point. So I was processing. She processes in a whole different way. So she likes to talk about things, talk, talk things out. So 
it was rough there for for the next few days, but um, we thought, okay, we, we've got to get through this one way or another, and we're committed to each other. Thank goodness I have the grace of Tanya, not just the grace of God on my side. Mm-hmm. So she, she, she stayed around. She said, we're going to figure this out. So you started diving into more options. Right. So Clay started medicines at that point, and that's a gradual process that took a month or so to get to a dose. And then be, that worked for a little bit, and symptoms kind of started getting worse. So had to change some medicines a little bit more. And then that's when we were kind of going down a road that we were having to figure out something else. Because even though his movement was improving a little bit with medicines, his mental changes were taking a death. And so that's when things kind of got more difficult. Yeah. Wow. Well, if you just tuned in, we're talking with Clay and Tanya Coburn. Um, uh, been longtime friends of mine. Uh, Clay and I do ministry together at Gardenside Christian Church. He's a very gifted worship leader and uh, just a wonderful couple. But uh, I got the news that I know a lot of you listening have had either firsthand or through other loved ones uh, when you find out, hey, you know, you do have Parkinson's, and I appreciate their honesty that, man, it was affecting their marriage. Clay had suicidal thoughts, and yet uh, I'm just so thankful to know that uh, as we continue this journey uh, tomorrow and possibly a third day, that uh, God just showed up in a way and that there's going to be hope. So uh, through the tears and disappointment today, uh, don't be discouraged because uh, God is going to show up. And I know one of the verses that they shared with me uh, was Isaiah 54, 17, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And number 624, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord, the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. So I want to leave you with that thought today. I hope you'll tune in again tomorrow as we continue our conversation with Clay and Tanya Coburn on Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. We have been blessed by one of our faithful listeners and ministry partners to be offered a $10,000 matching gift this summer through August 31st. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here Ministries, Would you consider making a donation this summer? Please go to our website, hopeishere.today, to make a secure online donation or to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today to help us fully utilize this $10,000 matching grant at hopeishere.today. Thank you.